Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham, joined this evening by Jay Cross. Hello. And Joe Branton. Well, I never. Indeed. Oh, wait, I was supposed to say who. No, no, you've messed it now. I've done it It's up done. Now. You've done. Um, how's it going? Very good, thank you. Um, no Matt Knight this evening. He who? is off. He's on some sort of hey, birthday. Guys, uh, should have yeah. done. Birthday jolly. Is he? Yeah, yeah, it's his birthday in a couple of days. We did actually agree with him that we'd do this podcast tomorrow with him. I and completely then forgot about last that. minute all decided to naff him off did, well, we, did we agree that we did yeah, we all had a so. chat we definitely right. had a chat I think we all forgot yeah maybe he's this is him being secretly sacked mm. Mm. Matt and I will never be sacked from this podcast well because uh, unless he says all those things on the microphone that he says in private that are problematic what like I don't really like pedals yeah exactly that <sighs> then he's off he's booted off hugely but problematic let's hope no one ever Pedalist. hears that um, so it's been pretty namtastic the last few weeks, hasn't it? As, I, I feel nammed out. I feel a bit nammed out. I, I don't actually. I would never be not in a mood for new gear. If anything, now I'm sort of like a bit because now we've got what we've got, and we've got to wait until Messer now. M- music Messer. When's that? April. Yeah, something April like that. twenty something. Okay. Um, I, I bought some new gear this week. I haven't told you this yet. Oh, you haven't. Oh, this is actually genuine. Like, this isn't me pretending like we don't know about no, what no, each no, other no. do. I, I genuinely don't know. Speaking of new gear, I actually uh, I went and picked up the three Roland boutique synths yesterday. You actually got yeah, them? Yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I already got them all. Um, I didn't have very much time yesterday, so I didn't. I only managed to get one of them out of the box. Uh, Which one did you the go JXO for? The JXO one. Oh yeah. Um, Classic. And I mean, I mean, I they're have, all brilliant. You yeah. know that, um, you know that meme of uh, the dog that is like holding the phone? holding oh. the, the chemistry thing. <laughs> yes. oh, this is dog. No, no, no. Oh, that's no. the one holding the phone. No, the one with the dog by the chemistry set. I have no idea what I'm doing. That's exactly yeah. how I felt when I I'm pl- and like I I just was like pushing buttons and making cool sounds and uh, like my girlfriend bless her was like sort of looking on with like human. Look, yeah, very much human. Looking on those two. Did you just get one keyboard? I didn't get any keyboard. Oh, cool. Wait, um, no, you can use them now. You don't yeah. have to use them. They work as synths as well as, as keyboard yeah. synths. Let's not forget, synthesizers didn't. Like, like a keyboard is an additional yeah, like attachment to a synthesizer. Oh, okay, fine. Okay. So and you can, can just 
speed just, it up and yeah. slow okay. it down and you can uh, a, a synth purist would be furious at you for thinking that a keyboard was oh part no, of the I know that that exists but I was I didn't realise that these worked without right. yeah because the um, so the keyboard actually comes as a as an optional extra. yeah yeah I knew that so yeah you can you don't have to get it and you can clip them in and out and actually the reason that I didn't get the keyboard is because I think I'm going to get speaking of Nam, I think I'm going to buy one of the the new ones right uh, which I can't remember the name of yeah they come with they come yes, as a package they only come with the um, you can only get those with you can't yeah. get them separately bit of a weird so. decision that uh, I'm a little, just, little bit weird to because well, if you introduce it as modules and then sort and then of, they, do a package deal they probably they probably got loads of keyboards you've got, got, yeah. <laughs> you got to remember no one's got the um, the boutiques like they made such a finite number yeah. and they were all sold out more or less yeah, I'm but what surprised I'm, you could still even get some well I, I'd had them on hold until right. I had a bit of money what I'm saying is it's weird though because most people who will have bought the boutique series will have bought one of the little keyboards I think yes. Jay's probably an outlier here mm. um, well yeah I mean had I no, so then you're going to had I not gonna, known if you yeah. want to buy the fourth module you're you then have lumbered keyboard. with two keyboards yeah absolutely I mean, Roland logic there yeah well I, I mean presumably so many people they probably <laughs> produced enough keyboard maybe not enough keyboards per synth because they did seven. I think they did 750 of each synth so you know that's what two uh, two thousand two hundred fifty I think uh, is that what something like that yeah two thousand two fifty I think um, so maybe they made that many keyboards and then people have gone like well I mean you don't you only need one if you've got all three so yeah. they probably got loads of keyboards left behind yeah, so maybe. they just made them compulsory for the new one which I can't remember the name of but um, yeah I, it's so wild yeah, so wild a really cool and really affordable. Um, kind of little fun synth tool which I think yeah does like transcend into cool for guitarists to get as well fun yeah. a fun thing to mess around on and to introduce into your set if you want it would be something that we'd recommend to listeners I guess to go out and get if you could get them but you can't because there is such a finite number I think yeah but I th- think there, there is this new one left yeah there, there is this new one as well which is not because the, the idea uh, if you're not familiar with the boutiques the idea of the three boutiques they did were the JX the JP, JP, which is the Jupiter, yeah, and that's then the right. JU, which is the Juno. The Juno. Yeah. So and uh, and the JX is the uh, I can't remember what it's called. I'm, I'm not the, sure. The either. actual the but, other thing. But they're all essentially uh, pint-sized reissues of you know famous legendary yeah. Roland synths. But you can um, actually um, you don't have to plug the mini keyboard in. You could plug a full like sixty-one key keyboard via USB or MIDI. Uh, I think via MIDI. Okay. Um, I I. I only know this because I watched a video um, that Gak did um, when they were first announced really? with um, that band, the uh, Beatles. The Beatles, no Beach Roll- Boys. Rolling Stones. The Beach Boys did, okay. it, I think. Um, no, what's that band who, from Brighton? The electronica band. AKD. Fatboy Slim. No, no. Not the, AKDK. Uh, no, 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 um, no. Like a, a big band. Soccer '96. Yeah, I think it's them. Um, yeah, FIFA. FIFA Soccer 96 um, there was uh, Gak did a video um, of them and it's really impressive and they look amazing and that was kind of what sold it to me oh oh uh, wait I do know um, Freemasons the Freemasons oh, yeah, there that's we go. Yeah, yeah that's the one that's who I'm thinking of um, and yeah they I think it's I think it's by MIDI that you can plug in like a 61 hmm. controller and you just have a, a full like Jupiter I, yeah I think they're really cool it's pretty mad yeah a really cool piece of gear I think definitely like a cool addition for anyone to get like yeah. considering they're what 250 quid uh, the I think the 
the Jupiter, I mean, I got them all as one. I can't remember what the price breakdown was, but the Jupiter, I think, is 299 and right. the others are 249 or something like that. Some, oh, are, they, are they all gone? I think there, there, may there might be a, be a handful few more. Left. You might be able to turn right. them on down. Um, right. I think. But uh, yeah, I mean, really, really cool. I'm really looking forward to like properly spending some time with them. And by properly spending some time with them, what I mean is just putting them on a loop and putting them through the space echo and then just like doing the washing up, you yeah. know? <laughs> nice. Um, I'm not exactly sure what I'm going to do with them, but uh, yeah, I've got, I've actually also, sorry, I've got loads of news. I've got, an, I've got, I'm doing two band practices this week with Ooh. two different bands. Crazy. Both are you playing of them are, guitar or bass? I'm playing bass in one and doing vocals in the other. Oh. So uh, yeah, I think I'm going to try and get a bit weird with one of them. Uh, yeah the vocals not that one probably the other one that one probably be a what, bit more like effects pedals and stuff on bass no definitely not like maybe just like loop a synth line oh I see what you mean you're going to take the synth yeah the sorry practice. that's what I meant yeah ah okay so that's yeah that cool. does sound weird yeah I nice. don't know we'll see it's yeah. with uh, it's with Dan Grace who's done a couple of videos for Guitar Nerds um, great guitarist and uh, good old boy all proper, round proper proper good old boy so Joe Random what you been up to um <clears throat> well, I've been trying to buy a, a, a keyboard actually as well. Um, I can't work out which one. I actually need advice. Um, well, you've, you've come, come to the right place. Exactly yeah. the wrong place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. No, I need... Um, I, our drummer's going to start using, um, an, an, well, like a Mellotron-style sound. He, he, he needs like Your a, drummer? Yeah, is going to also play keyboard at okay. the same time. Have you never seen Bosnian Rainbows? No, unsurprisingly not. We've <laughs> talked so many times on here how I think all of your music is guff. Dean Anthony Parks, their drummer. <laughs> of course, uh, CAP. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, he, Dig- uh, he, he has, instead of having any rack Cooper. toms, he has a, uh, a synthesizer there. Okay, he, I mean, well, you don't need any rack toms. Yeah, so no. that's, oh, you know, you people. But yeah, so so we're trying to get one of those. I'm thinking about getting a Yamaha Reface, one of the organs. I'm oh yeah, they, sure. they look yeah, quite good. They're pretty cool. Might get one of those. Um, get a Korg MS-20. Yeah. Get two Korg MS-20s. Micro Korg. Could do. Could do. Other than that, I've been checking out um, the Swan Flight uh, sale that's going on. What? Uh, yeah, anyone... Uh, it will still be going on because I believe they said it's a 10-day sale. So by the time this goes out, there'll still be a few days left on it. So definitely, listeners, go and check it out on eBay. Swan Flight are doing a um, some sort of New Liquidation Year... sale. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they're all right. But, they, you know, they were, they're basically getting rid of a load of stuff super cheap. I imagine they either make stuff for tours that the tour fee probably pays for it. And Maybe, then they yeah. get, that, get it back because people don't want to fly out of the country with it. So then they can just sell it on eBay. Mm. Or I'd imagine they make a load of stuff for people who just never pay the balance. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they did this weird thing recently where they made furniture okay. out of um, flight cases. I need so to get, we it's, need to like, it's like armchairs that are completely flight case, but then just have a cushion you know, in <laughs> the middle. Horrendous. But the arms are just flight case. So like <laughs> they're just like black, you know, with, with sort of the, the metal ends and the corners of the big bulbous. So, it sounds like something like out of Zooland oh, it's, or it's just <laughs> awful and it's like 500 quid for a chair yeah. what? <laughs> can you pack it down and take it safely on an easy jet flight though but I did notice on the bidding on the sale one is one was up at around 50 quid so. one for one of the <laughs> yeah. chairs yeah. amazing <laughs> um, but but you know the prices are crazy on them They like uh, my girlfriend managed to get a couple of um, uh, um, flight cases for her keyboards for like 20 quid for a sort of full uh, well for a 69 key um, keyboard uh, is it 69? 61 61 yeah. key keyboard 69 on the mind yeah yeah all the time um, <laughs> and and also they're doing their full range of um, effect pedal 
boards, which is quite cool. That's the thing that I think is the coolest. Now they're not tiered boards, so are they're they? They're not tiered. That's the problem. So the only they are obviously very very well made, proper flight cases, but um, not when, useful. When you open them, when you <laughs> well when you open them up, they are just carpeted and flat right yeah so then the idea is you would velcro they come with the roll of velcro but you would velcro the underside it's, of your pedals and you'd have to have all your cables exposed is it a board that lifts out it is okay oh okay so you so can not, still do some drilling and you can still like mount your power right, supply okay. underneath and things like that you can make it neat but very much it is a do-it-yourself so it's a, it yeah, like yeah. a bit more useful a bit more usable than like i mean i really like the diago stuff uh-huh. i think those boards are very very cool but they they sort of haven't messy. really, yeah. They haven't yeah. really sort of caught up with, no. um, like the current trend, that's I it. guess, of well, uh, of convenience. Well, that's which pedal train have just absolutely oh, yeah. dominated, just yeah. destroyed it. Yeah, but but the the price is still good on these. Um, so if you're not too fussed about about being tidy, then you know you can pick up if the equivalent size. I was checking from pedal train for what pedal train do their. Um, Novo 34, it might be Novo 32, I'm not sure, which is their second to largest board next to the Terra. Um, the equivalent size of that board is um, is £80 by Swan Flight and it's £230 Whoa, by... Um, by um, Very different board, yeah. but... Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, exactly. You've got the ridiculously, you know, the lightweight aluminium tiered board from pedal train which yeah. I, I still think i'm not going to get one of these one flights because i still but think you still need the pedal train access steering, to the, yeah. yeah just being tidy everything like that is just for the long run of your board actually staying together and staying functional i think pedal train are the better choice yeah. but to be able to get something that would cost you 230 quid yeah, for yeah, 80 yeah. quid and i mean if I you're think, in a, if you're in the sort of band that you know maybe only needs you know, a handful of pedals, and oh, you're out on the, the road. Smaller all the smaller boards are so cheap. Yeah, like it was. It was something like the price of. Do you remember those Stag? Um, yeah, oh, I've, yeah, I've had a couple the of those. UB the UPC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as, as you've said a, l- a lot of times, not fit for purpose. No, um, not which is not at, at all. A, well, I mean, there's a reason not. that I've had a couple of them. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but my one broke. I think I bought it broken, and it only got worse from there. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, that, yeah. Uh, but you can get um, you can get one of the for the same similar size to the sort of size. I know there are a few sizes in the stag ones, but they're all roughly the same sort of thing. You know, you can get I don't know five to eight pedals. On, yeah, on, yeah, on yeah. those boards, that sort of size by Swan Flight is the same price for something in a flight case. I mean, that's so, that's mad. So it? yeah, so definitely something to take advantage of at the moment. And that's kind of me. I think that's that's more or less what I've been doing. Checking out Hagstrom guitars. Oh yeah, why? Uh, my guitarist is getting an endorsement. Hey. How many times have you had this conversation in the last twelve months? Have we? What about different brands? Yeah, yeah. it was Burns for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, it didn't pan out. Why don't he just no. pay for his guitars like everyone else does? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he <laughs> but just I mean, wants free ones. if you're left-handed, there's not a huge amount of choice, is there? No, exactly. You so, can get a Mexican standard Telecaster. You can, indeed. <laughs> indeed. But Hagstrom actually do loads of left-handed stuff. Yeah. Those Swedes, they, they love it. They love it. So, yeah. So, so we've been checking out, checking out their the Hagstrom Swede, which I, I've never checked out. I've never looked at Hagstrom until he brought it up. And then... They first came on my radar when I was, like, really big into, Va- into Nirvana back in the day. And, um, yeah, you are, in fact, yeah. showing us... The, pa- the Pat Smear signature. That's the reason that I know about them is Pat Smear. Right. But yeah. I don't... My interest in them has never really gone any further than that, other than their kind of... 
Pat Smear played them in Nirvana and Foo Fighters, mm. and they do a lot of kind of cool stuff. Yeah, but I've never really stuff. looked into it. So there, the so Viking the, the Hagstrom really... range. This this actually fits quite well into this new thing we were going to do, which we we haven't brand introduced. Brand of the week, this, but yeah, we're going to do brand of the week. So yeah. I'll talk a little bit about Hagstrom. Um, so they do like a mass friendly stuff. A Swedish company that originated being um, an accordion factory. Okay, okay. And I think that defined. Now, if if we were doing brand of the week, I'd have done more reading on this. But from what I understand, that really defined their early guitars. As in, a lot of them had accordion controls on them. They were reusing a lot of the parts, the buttons, and things like that. Weird. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they were totally bonkers guitars. But but you know, since then, the the company bit the dust. Um, but very much the the company the, the the company shut down the doors closed and the factory was left as it was so when it was bought years later um, it whilst it's now made in China um, all the machinery that was there in the Sweden um, factory was was actually transported over um, to China so oh, right, whilst okay. it's Chinese built they're still using the same machinery now they have come up with a lot of new models but they're really good. So they, they do some interesting stuff. They do a lot of hollow bodies. They do sort of big jazz box guitars and they do 335 styles. They um, they do um, this great series called, I think, Retro Vibe or... Retroscape. Retroscape, yeah. which are really interesting, weird, kooky um, guitars. Oh, yeah, so like, they're new designs, but they look kind of 60s. Yeah. Kind yeah. Of they look kind of like Moss Rites or... Yeah, like, like, or like or weird Burns. sort of like Woolworths yeah, yeah, guitars exactly. yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 exactly. So they're sort of like single coils. They come to two or three single coils with more controls than you can shake a stick at in a sort of a almost a Hofner bass style, like... Um, multi-switch switch sort yeah, of yeah. Uh, style control um, really interesting stuff and of course they do the Swede as well which is, uh, which is what I was the Vikings the one the Vikings the, cool yeah the Vikings yeah. kind of a sort of SG style yeah. um, style guitar not quite um, they just look mean somewhere between uh, somewhere between a Gibson SG and a Yamaha SG yeah I think the, what's uh, that the Viking the Viking the Viking's yeah. the 335 oh, oh is, is it? it yeah yeah. Oh, what, what am I thinking of? More the Pat Smear body shape. The I'm Pat Smear of. is kind of somewhere between. No, but, but there is also a yeah, there's a, a, line, regular a range. But I'm not, I'm not sure what that is in that case. But um, the the Swede is the is the one that was really interesting, um, which is uh, which is kind of like a, a single cut Les Paul style. But it's just um, it it's really it's it's smart. It's got a uh, um, sort of a, a cool high end retro look to it that a lot of the what are you looking at I was looking at the ultra suede oh, yeah. which the is like a, a bit weird a bit Les modern Paul. yeah it's like a well, PRS a lot of them are a lot of them are sort of Les Pauly they've yeah. completely changed their range since I looked because they did yeah. they so used to do the, a lot more of the guitars that looked like the Pat Smear that's right yeah they um, did they, 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 they have changed to being more of a Gibson line of things so they do some really I really like the um uh, the 335 style guitars yeah, the, Vikings, the Vikings those are the Vikings yeah. I used to, I used to and, get uh, asked about those quite a lot when we were when I was they've working got a really in interesting shop. tailpiece yes um, yeah. they're really cool and yeah the, the Swede is kind of their Les Paul but with more of a horn on it I guess more of a, a lower horn but right. um, really good looking guitars uh, they and, do this the Northern Swede as well have you seen this I haven't no the Northern Swede is um, North Northern not northern. 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 Yeah. Um, which are built in Europe, apparently. But are presumably oh, wow. built in Sweden. So mm. I guess this is kind of like their custom shop. Custom shop. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know a huge a huge amount about them. I mean, I really love the Pat Smear. I think that's yeah. a great guitar. I love the headstocks um, on them across the board, and they do things like uh, on on models like their Swede. They've got. I mean, it's it's kind of a Les Paul in that it's got you know two humbuckers, four controls, a three way pickup selector, but then it also has. A tone selector, a three-way tone selector. Okay, okay. what well, like a Gretsch then, kind of like a 
I, I guess so. Yeah, full yeah. tone, half tone. Yeah, exactly like that. Yeah, which is. <laughs> <laughs> very good um, I was wondering if you were going to sneak that in when you said full tone half tone I was like be funny you if you said total eclipse and then you did always delivering well um, that was kind of a soft launch into our brand of the week yeah I think we maybe we'll come back to Hagstrom when we know a little bit more but yeah definitely I think we're going to make it a bit of a regular really cool regular and really affordable guitars I just think yeah. like I mean sometimes on the group I think there's a little bit discussion about this um, is uh, facebook.com yeah, forward sorry. slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. There's, there's quite a few people who I think buy a lot of guitars and often maybe don't spend a lot on them. Uh, so, if you, you know, get through loads of guitars, buy cheap guitars to try out cool, interesting new things, which is, which is fine and, and a cool thing to do. I think Hagstrom are probably a good brand to look at for that sort of thing just because you get a high level of quality with them. And I think other companies, maybe companies like like court and vintage people like that i'm not so sure like they sure. do cool copies i've just never been convinced that they actually that, like those companies are making stuff with cheap materials in order to you know hit profit margins well they also um, don't really have to try because they're in so many guitar shops uh, yeah. you know everywhere stocks vintage yeah some of the stuff is kind of okay some of it's not great whereas someone like hagstrom they've actually got to try a bit more because they're a bit of an underdog brand yeah. and um so yeah it probably is some really nice stuff for not a huge amount of money hmm. so yeah absolutely um, so this week I have been playing around with some new pedals that came in um, primarily the Johnny Rocker Dino range oh is that the one we periscoped last week uh, yeah we periscoped us opening it last week um, periscope.com forward slash guitar nerds or just at guitar nerds on periscope um, it's cool I plugged it in yesterday um, it's very much like Dynacomp but with some hence the name Dino range um but with a bit of variety to it because you've got three controls um, and you've also got like a little micro switch which I couldn't actually work out what it did um, it was it's probably like, a high pass filter it's changing the tone filter. or something yeah I don't really know I need to I didn't get the manual didn't get the manual out I need to do that but um, yeah if you're looking for um, a compressor that goes from super subtle and transparent right round to real kind of clicky sounding um, the Dino range is, is cool into it a lot and it's got a picture of a dinosaur on it oh. so you know winner mm, that is a winner sort of dinosaur. I, I remember sort of a cartoon T-Rex I remember two quick additional things actually okay. that I should mention I got to play the new Boss Bass Chorus this week oh yeah oh, how's yeah. it sound um, it, yeah it sounds brilliant um, I think it's like easily better than uh, well no at least the same as the MXR bass compressor which is obviously what it's going wait, after wait bass chorus bass compressor you said bass chorus oh did yeah, I say chorus, chorus. Yeah. yeah I meant compressor I thought, I thought yeah. there was a new pedal that we yeah, don't I, know. I, I suddenly sorry. thought like Joe said something yeah yeah no 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 <laughs> Joe's done a Branton <laughs> no no uh, no yeah the bass compressor the boss bass oh, okay. compressor okay. Right. it's really really good okay I, I well, think you... it's easily going to be the best bass compressor on the market so is your uh CS3 finally gonna uh I think so really I think how many have you got out. what CS3 you just got the one I've just got one right okay yeah so it's finally so gonna it's gonna go wow annoyingly I just bought a new BCS3 compressor or something oh uh, yeah I don't, no BC3X okay right, X right, right okay because it's got the MDP technology right like okay multiband compressor and that yes um but yeah I uh, I think it's uh, yeah, my CS3 is going to go. It's gone. Annoyingly, I just bought a new compressor, but the boss one's better than that as well. Nice, so always the way. It's uh, it's it's going to go. What was your other bit of news? <laughs> oh, I've I've forgotten. Good yeah. newsworthy. Yeah, carry on. Good stuff. Well, um, because it's been so nam heavy the last <laughs> few weeks. <laughs> um, no, it's gone again. Carry on. <laughs> 
because, you're great you're great at this because it's been so nam heavy the last couple of weeks we haven't really got around to doing any questions so i thought we would do a little questions special pulling in questions from facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum the guitar nerds group which has swelled to nearly two thousand members unbelievable crazy swollen it's, it's swollen indeed it's bonkers isn't it it is yeah i, I mean i i think we we're kidding ourselves if all of that traffic has come because of this or because people have just seen a forum mm. called Guitar Nerds. I remembered. Go on. I remembered. Um, on the Hagstrom, I was looking <laughs> for video demos of it. Yeah. And the only ones I could find were on a channel called The Swedish Guitar Nerd. Oh, nice. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah. Well, and, mate- uh, and honestly probably the worst video demos <laughs> i have ever seen well if anyone from hagstrom is listening please send us some demo samples and we'll do some slightly nicer videos and we'll give them to uh, matt knight to, to give him a look over anyway so it's question spectacular this week loads of questions pulled from the facebook group um let's kick off with jamie who says best volume boost tried a few but need something that boosts volume of a relatively high gain tone due to the gain most of the boosts i've tried have been a gain boost of the boost at the end of my chain, J Cross. I, uh, uh, this is we are we have a this question comes around every now and again, yeah. and we always say the same thing. Always we? say the same thing, and I, I would love for there to be another option, but I still think the best way to do this is you need to take a step back and think about what you're doing in a slightly different way. So rather than try and boost your standard signal what you want to do is you want to have your standard signal as so like the way that you play when you're playing full bore is have that as your boosted signal and then just wind everything back a little bit and have that as your stand like it's easier to take volume away than to add volume in and the best way that we've found to do that is to get something like um like the boss uh, G GE7 GE7 the 7 band EQ and pretty much all of the pretty much any uh, EQ pedal will have a uh, as, as, as well as having the, the the 7 band EQ it will have like a master volume on the on the yeah, far yeah, side it has a 20 decibel boosting yeah track. and 15. what you want 15 15 yeah. and what you want to do is I think the best way to do this is actually just wind that back a little bit just a hair just have that back you know just down a couple of decibels and then turn that have that on all the time so your signal is slightly cut back and then when you want to bring in your you know your boosted signal turn that pedal off and that will bring your full signal through which will give you a clean boost i mean it isn't a clean boost it's just going back to the normal volume but you can't there's not really any such thing as a clean boost no. because you're always going to add a bit of gain now if you you can do it less because i think the problem yeah. with that is it's a bit of a tone sucker when you when you constrict your your pedal with that we, and i do agree with you that's the best way of boosting volume in its cleanest form yeah but i just think i kind of think you just need to suck eggs a little bit and accept that it's going to boost your gain a little bit go for something that's very clean like a tc spark booster I don't think a TZ spot boost is that clean. I, I would say if you if you want to go that way and you do want to like kick in, you know, a proper boost, you need to go for something that's um, that's not nine volt that runs a uh, you know eighteen volt, something like the the Pigtronics um, Class A boost. I think will give that you, run at eighteen. Yeah, it can run yeah. anywhere between nine and eighteen. Something like the, yeah, the Pigtronics Class A boost, or um, I think a couple of the. Um, 
the EP boost. Who makes those? Exotic. Exotic. I think a couple of the um, exotic pedals can run mm. at, um, at 18 volts as well. What about the MXR uh, Microamp Plus? The Plus has tonal controls as well. So yeah. You can clean it up a little bit. Here's one for you. Effects loop. GE7 in the effects loop. So you run your regular board in the front into the amp and then you just run a GE7 in the effects loop. Mm -hmm. So that it's not going into the front end of the amp. You're yep. not getting any you're not slamming the front end with any more volume and driving the front end any harder. Have a, a boost in the effects loop to just give you more volume going into the power amp. Maybe. Yeah, I mean Yeah, I don't see why that wouldn't work. Yeah. I don't know. We need to speak to Matt Knight. Do you know what um do you know what's a cool alternative to the GE seven? Go on. Um is the uh sound control. Have you seen that they've done a um a completely like a, a knobless EQ so it's it's an EQ that you control with with little buttons so you can't ever knock it so that and, and you save what? you you can save you preset in EQs and it shows you them in in lights on the front of it right. I don't know how many bands it is but it means so you can never knock it okay so, so your EQs are well, preset well at least you've tried it yeah <laughs> Yes, <laughs> you're on form. Uh, but I, I loved the idea. I thought that was great because, like, you know, I mean, I'm already short a couple of the little tops to my G7B. Yeah, they are pretty susceptible to coming off those little, uh, the little EQ slider gloves that they pop on there. Um, talking of knobs that you can't knock, did you see the uh, someone posted in the Facebook group the skull pedal that the top yeah, of the skull me. comes up? That was, was me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise yeah, you cheers, posted Geese. Thanks for that. <laughs> Unbelievable. I didn't realise that you posted it. Yes, it, it was me. It what was me is that, that posted pedal? it. Um, I can't remember the name of the brand, but they do three or four different variants. Um, and yeah, there are alien heads and skulls and demon heads. Yes. This, this sounds rubbish. The demon heads. So, so have you seen these? No. Jay? Right. So what they are is, is, is the skull um, is a, <clears throat> I think it's a delay. Okay. Well, it's the alien head that's a delay, but essentially it is a an iron-looking skull alien head. Yeah. And you have to flip up the top of the head. It sort of opens like a, a Star Trek. It looks like um, a bit... Um, do you remember Mad Max? Not Mad Max. Mighty Max toys. Yeah, okay. It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. like It's that. a bit like those. So that the top of the head opens, and that's where the controls are. So you can right. select those, and then you shut... The yeah. top of the head, and that's and that's how the pedal works. And it's the bottom of its mouth is a completely crushing thing that goes in as a it's the, as that's the on the switch. Yeah. I mean, but the question is why you want to hide your controls on a delay pedal? Like you actually yeah, probably yeah, yeah. need to manipulate yeah. those pretty real time. And if you've got a two tiered pedal board, you're not going to be able to open the top. You just have it gonna, on the top tier. You'd have to have it on the top. Also, tier. surely you want for something like that, you'd want the surely you want the features facing outwards to your mates. In the audience. Oh yeah, true. But it's looking at you, which is cool. The they also do a sort of demon head drive where the horns on the devil are the rotary controls. Yes. You turn the horns. This in. sounds this sounds so un uh, pedalboard friendly. Oh, I know. Like, they how, are, like, you're not gonna get that into a uh, into a DR They're, go, they're are quite you? reasonably sized pedals though. I, think I mean they're, they're quite small. They're clearly for kids who are like I just want one drive pedal or I needed one delay pedal. That yeah. looks cool. They're not thinking yeah. about Getting like... Getting that and a, and a BC Rich Warlock. Yeah, they're not thinking about yeah. pedalboard ergonomics. As, the, lo as long as it fits in the pocket on a coffin case, we'll on top yeah. <laughs> The website actually makes them look really high-end sort of thing. They've gone for a really smart, swaggy website. Okay. And then, and then yeah, they How just How much have, are they? 
I, I, I didn't check. It was, I don't think they were cheap, though. I think. I mean, if they're I mean, in those, I think soft they're about custom- 100, 150 quid. Right. Okay. Yeah. 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 But if you're gonna get one pedal, might as well make it an alien head. Blimey. Or a demon. So, uh, yeah, Jamie, uh, we're thinking there's a few solutions. I personally think if you want to go the cleanest route would be to put a very clean boost in the effects loop if you've got one. If not, then definitely putting it at the end of the chain is your best option. And again, go clean or do it, like Jay says, do the reverse. Start off, um, like, quieter. Have it have it quieter when it's on uh, and then, you know, hit it to make it go loud. Um Paul says Jackson Telly's uh the Jackson Telly style guitar from Nam is there anything else of the same style for less than 500 pounds anywhere so we're talking two humbucker telly yeah. i believe mm. any ideas well there are there are a few things yeah okay. that you can do for sort of sub 500 quid if you're looking for a modern telecaster which i think is really cool i'm really into these i love telecasters being taken into a modern format i think they work really well they managed to make kind of heavy metal guitars look less cheesy to me and I, I think they suffer from that a little bit um so yeah a few brands that you can do it with um first of all probably the cheapest you can do it with is squire with the jim root signature definitely um, uh telecaster which is great so you're getting it's not emgs in the jim root and it is a passive instrument they're they're squire's own um humbuckers but they're kind of those uh poleless humbuckers you know designed to just look like a bit. plastic cover yeah. rather than they look really cool and you know they're bound and they're white and it's got a matte black scratch plate they're cool looking they're not bound are they not bound they're no. not bound no they're not oh okay they cool still look good though cool looking guitar the good thing about those is the neck is pretty similar to the one that's actually on the really? on the full signature model um, I really like those I really like those and for less than 350 quid I think that's really cool there are some more swaggy options by John Swerve. 5 yeah you know what we're thinking yeah the John 5 which is a um, Aztec gold I can't remember the gold yeah it's they Aztec use. gold is there not yeah. a black one as well there used to be there, a black is, one. there is a black triple it's, humbucking oh yeah. one frost gold not Aztec ah, gold. I frost think, gold I think it's frost gold and that's with a gold anodized plate yes or it might be gold mirror on the bling super bling super bling with a matching headstock and gold hardware I mean you can't get more bling than that but if you're into bling and I, I do actually think it looks quite tasteful like it, 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 a bit like it ju- it's just about tasteful um so yeah, th- those those are good cheap options. Then sort of mid range, you come into the brand that really, to be honest, Jackson are copycatting to to release a, a modern looking tele. Well, I, I guess Jackson are owned by Fender, so they kind of own the telly. So I guess they're not copycatting, but a sort of Telecaster in a modern format, I think, is really owned by ESP. I think they they are kind Definitely. of the company that have that have really put that to the forefront. So. I am terrible with ESP. TE212 uh, is right, the model okay. I think you're thinking of. Um, I'm not actually thinking of... The, is that the classic one, though? The t- yes, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they so also do a range of like more modern ones that in, in plain white and black scratch plate they, finishes. They, do the, the they, just Carpenter. they just yeah. launched some new ones, in fact. Mm. The one I, at NAM, I can't remember the names of them. but I And I'm not even sure on price point yet, but I think they'll but, fall sub 500 but, quid. Yeah, ex- well, this is it. They, they do everything in an LTD, or most things in an LTD yeah. model. Actually, for what it's worth um <laughs> we, can't, we can't really use this for plugs but uh a shop that i know very well okay. uh, <laughs> um is is, is doing a, a sale on old esp stock 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And I am aware that there are some nice. <laughs> of these. All right. It's not quite a plug. It's not quite a plug. It's fine. Um, uh, so, yeah, so that's that's an option. Also, um, other places that I, I've seen it done uh, recently is um, I saw this band called Lost in the Riots and their guitarist has a Warmoth um, double humbucking telly. And, of course, I know Warmoth are technically the answer to any question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make anything from them. Also, not going to be sub five hundred quid. Oh, I guess no. Yeah, sub five hundred. Well, forget that one then. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jay, any more that you uh, you think could throw into the mix? Not that I can think of. Um, that Joe hasn't mentioned. I, I would throw my weight behind the TE two one two. There, the LTD TE two one two. I think that's a very very cool guitar. Um, they come in a, a few different finishes and are like 300 quid yeah um, very very cool because I think they did an ST212 as well which is like a strat yeah, style yeah. but I mean these were more sort of classic you know they weren't they weren't EMG or, or humbuckers no. they were they were uh, single cores if I remember correctly on the second hand market you could probably pick up one of the modern player tellies that are discontinued now. yeah the, mod- the modern player is, is a fairly good shout Fender um, modern player telecaster so, so yeah the was... Fender modern player stuff they did two models of telecaster they did the telly plus and the uh, the telly deluxe I think it is but they did one that was um, the, one of them was very very awesome oh the thin line and the plus the thin line was two soap was two P90s uh-huh. um, which is oh, quite yeah. cool that was a cool looking guitar it was a it was, great I guitar mean, it, I can't believe they've sort of all but got rid of this series well I now. just I just I, they were just I mean, trying things well, out and you know the yeah. modern player range we we always said it was a bit weird you know yeah. it was well it was for experimenting just seeing what but but they've, 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 they've more or less it's gone yeah yeah and we, then the and then the, the other one the, the plus was a humbucker in the bridge a telly pickup in the neck and then a strap pickup in the middle yeah um with a a little dip switch that you could yeah, that's cut right. the um oh, yeah. you could ice you could coil tap it was kind of your ultimate all-rounder. Split yeah, through. yeah, really weird. I just, I, I wasn't a huge fan of them. No. I, I think they were a little lackluster. Well, um, I know, think we'd all agree to. that tellies are kind of perfect as they are. So, well, yeah, absolutely. But if you're looking for a humbucker telly, you're not looking for the standard no, telly layout. So, um, oh, well, I tell you the other thing to go for, which probably is a little over five hundred quid, but 
I think probably the best thing of, of that style is the Fender FMT. Yeah, I did think about oh, those. They're quite yeah. a lot over five. Yeah. I don't know if they are quite a lot. I think they might be six hundred or okay. six fifty or so. But they are built in Korea. Korea. One of the only guitars Fender makes in Korea. Or they might be Indonesian actually. I think they're Indonesian because I can't remember, you but can they're get, built in the same factory as the uh, Jim Adkins. Ah, uh, that's the yeah, which and is P nineties. Yes, it? Yeah. and the reason that they're built there is because it's through the only neck. place that yeah, yeah, the Fender could do through neck. Um, and that is a great guitar. Two humbuckers that you can uh, coil split, and uh, yeah, they are they are excellent guitars. Not visually what I'm into at at all. Um, they're very PRS like. Um, they did yeah. a uh, what was the um, Burled ash or something, or burled maple top. Oh, that's oh, the sport with maple. Sport with maple. Yeah, they did sport with maple. That was really one. nice. That, that oh, was it. Yeah, that was, was the most subtle because the others are flame top. Sported yeah. weird. The others are flame top those, and they're like cherry red or amber. Yeah. This yeah. was you, like the most natural looking of all of them. Do you remember on those um, those uh, pedal board um, rundown things that we did that we shot yeah. uh, with Boss? One the guy from Cleft had one of those Korean. Oh, things. so I we've got think, a video. Up I'm not on sure that one's gone up yet. It definitely has. Oh, okay. Yeah, Fine. yeah. I saw it the other day. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're great guitars, and again, loads of options: two humbuckers, two single yeah. coils. Super versatile. Didn't it give you options for it's, how the they were wired as well? Don't think so. I think it's just. I think it was only. If I remember correctly, it's only two control. I think it was just volume and tone, and the volume, volume tone, and three way selector, and, and the, the tone was a coil was split. A coil split. Yeah. yeah. Well, those um those Korean FMTs also. If you can grab a, an early one second hand, which is the same one that the the fella from Cleft. Um, talks about in his rundown is uh, they come with Seymour Duncan pearly gates. Yes, are they pearly gates? Yeah, are they? Okay, right. Which well, is that's bonkers. They're really high bonkers end for a Korean. Yeah. yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah. Telly. They were. Uh, did they switch to a Duncan design or something? I, th- I think yeah. Later on, they sort of brought them more in right. line okay. with with the price of the guitar. I might look out for one of those. They're yeah, you should. More guitars. Now that we're doing loads of demos, I kind of need something that's actually a bit versatile. Mm. And having a single pickup P90 Les Paul Junior. Yeah, we should try and not is, use Matt's pink. Uh, let's pull in should, every video. I think we should only use that. <laughs> yeah. It's a great guitar. It is yeah. a great guitar. But it would be good to have a guitar that's got single coils and a humbuckers. So well, I don't know why we don't bring your Junior along. Well, I, I love your Junior. There's some problems with the Junior. I was So I was playing um, some guitar yesterday and the Junior, because of the way the Junior's wired at the moment, so oh, the tone, yeah, tone doesn't work, the volume no, doesn't. No, no, the volume, the tone doesn't not work the tone, you had the, it disconnected the tone is not connected yeah. the volume is also not the, the volume is also disconnected except for it's a push pull where if you pull it out the guitar cuts off but years of neglect and I think a very bad wiring job in the first place have meant that when you pull the volume pot out to mute the guitar it just goes that sounds so, great you should put that into a delay pedal it's, like, it sounds terrible so there's some work that needs to be done I've noticed like some other weird things about how it's set up so yeah lots of work to do on the Junior before we can use it well, it's just, so, so much so in fact that I got the uh, Aria out yesterday the oh, Mosrite copy wow your pink Mosrite it copy it actually doesn't sound bad the neck pickup is very sweet indeed Jay I've been thinking half the people in Guitar Nerds own pink guitars yeah it's and down to you and me to sort this out we need 
We you need to get used one. to have a kind of pink base. Uh, and I got it changed to a gorgeous to a chocolate two-tone sunburst. Indeed, indeed. I should get something else refinished in pink. Yes. And then we can have all the guitar demos on a pink Les Paul and all the bass demos on a pink. Yes. Maybe, shall yes. I, when I get my offset telly, yeah. shall I get it refinned in, uh, in, in, in some sort of... Shell, shell pink. pink. No, hot not pink. hot pink. No, shell, pink. shell, definitely shell pink. See if anyone can see. I'll see if I can I'm, get I'm hold of one of the actual Mark Hoppus signature. Yes. But what was that? They were really rare. Uh, in pink. Yeah. What was it called? It was, shell pink. No, it was not shell pink. It was a hundred percent shell. No, no, pink. the color, the pink that he had. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's not lipstick pink, maybe something like know. that. Anyway, Gavin says, "What's the best of the lunchbox amps?" Now, considering the Orange Tiny Terror has recently been discontinued. I thought this mm. was quite a pertinent question. Um, Joe Branton. Oh, man, I need to think about that because there are so many. I've got a lot of time for lunchbox, lunchbox amps. I mean, recently, obviously, we had Gear of the Year and I was really, really into and fighting the corner for the new PV, um, the Classic 20. Yep. Um, I don't think there's a better-looking sort of lunchbox no. amp out there. A tweed lunchbox amp that's that's... All valve, twenty watts, so completely giggable. USB mm-hmm. has a cab sim on it, so you can record directly with it. I, I, I just you cannot get more versatile than that. So, as much as I really, I, well, I guess, did the new Yamaha um, heads count? The yeah, TH, they do. Well, THR one thousand? No, not the THRs. Is it? Oh yeah, is yeah, it, yeah, is it yeah, 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 yeah. The ones that are yeah, completely yeah. fine. Those yeah, ones, yeah, yeah. yeah they're yeah. out and rocking. Um, definitely they, not recalled. The um, the one they hit the, the ones that you could buy. Buy. I don't know if it was buy and ping, was it? But you could run two channels. They had two of the same channel yeah. in them. Yeah. Yes. yes. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I they really. Were cool. I never got. I, I don't the, think it's quite a lunchbox though. It's kind of a two it's, U. It's kind of, it? and it's a hundred watts as well. Yeah. So no, uh, it maybe doesn't count. So I think things that are up for consideration definitely the PV Classic Twenty. Um, the small uh, 5150 heads. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Brilliant. Victory Kraken, which EVH we talked about have also released their yeah. small one. Yep. Yeah. Um, so the PV1 is the 6505. The EVH yeah. is the 5150. Yeah. Um, the Orange OR15. Mm, I wouldn't say that's lunchbox. It definitely is. It's not. It's not small enough. I think it is. No. Dude, it is. It's definitely they're, lunchbox. They're small. But I, I, it's also not loud enough to properly gig. You it's think that thirty watts is, and you think that tw- the the oh, classic 15. twenty is, yeah. and the fifteen is not. Uh, I think that the f- OR fifteen is surprisingly quiet the for fi- orange. It's, it's the same. It's at least as loud as a tiny terror. At least as loud as a tiny terror. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think and and I think a lot better. A lot better. I love yeah. that OR fifteen. I think that's a great amp. So, um, so I mean, some it, of the Mark based ones, uh, Mark based, the, Mark. the uh, the Mesa Boogie actually was. Like, oh yeah, no, sure. they're too much money. They can't. <sighs> they're still Mark. They're I just still think lunchbox. the whole premise of a lunchbox amp is that it's like this. You know, you can transport it. It's giggable. It's it's affordable for touring musicians. I think that's all sort of part and parcel. And and I just think Mesa Boogie just miss ever as always miss the mark. No, well, not at all. They were they were super popular. Like you know the the um, I think the best in terms of value and like uh versatility of sound you know because th- so they the first one they brought up was a transatlantic the 15 and the 30 yeah you know the transatlantic 30 is bigger than the r15 you know that was a that was a big head yeah. so you've got the the transatlantic the um then they brought out the um express the 15 and the no the 25 and the 50 and they also had recently brought out the mark 
525. Yep. Mark 525. Yeah, yeah, that's But I think the best of all of them was the Mini Wreck. Oh, Mini Wrecks sounded yeah. so good, but yeah. they oh, yeah, are they a lot of money. They were, they were, they were eleven hundred quid or a thousand pounds. They never win for me because of their price tag. But yeah, I will, I will concede that. Yeah, you're right. They are really, really good. Yeah. So uh, we haven't said that any of the Hughes and Kettner stuff, who are, if anything, maybe predecessors to Orange at, at making lunchbox. Yeah, apps. I mean, yeah, Tube Meisters. I mean, they weren't before the Tiny Terrors. Tiny Terror is definitely before. Yeah, Tiny Terror was um, first. Yeah. But uh, you know, Hughes and Kettner claim. In, that they are the first. Well, they in might have all done their literature. Something they're, else. They're, I was re- reading, do, doing some reading on them okay. recently because they've just revamped the Tube Master range, haven't they? There's yeah, a couple of right, new yeah. Tube Master models out. They brought out yeah. some really big ones. Yeah, yeah but I think I was <laughs> I was reading about them and and like in all their stuff, they were like a you know banging on about being the first people to do a lunchbox amp, which is the only reason I cited it. Um, Be interesting I, I to know I don't who know was if first. That's true. There. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think it all depends on what you're after, what you want out of it. Like definitely, if you're doing like blues and like classic rock stuff classic 20 is definitely up for consideration well, not just that surely like on versatility I think that the, well, the classic course, yeah. 20 I mean, should be there but I mean if you're in a death metal band the classic 20 is probably not going to do it whereas yeah. you know something like the EVH head would be in with a better shout but the EVH head's probably a better all rounder actually well but it. and also if you've got more money like I think the transatlantic and you know things the like mini the mini wreck can't really be beaten the mini wreck in particular is stunning the mini wreck was so good and also so, so good you know they're not yes they are a lot of money but they're not some of them are not unreachable so something like the transatlantic 15 what were they like a grand the the 15 I think was 899 or 999 yeah and um, the, the 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 thirty, the big one, which I never, I always thought was in a bit of a weird position because it wasn't huge, it wasn't that much more versatile than the fifteen. I think it maybe had a reverb tank in it, which right. was one of the reasons. But they yeah. were that was like they were like sixteen hundred quid, you yeah. know. And when you compare it to the mini wreck, which I think was, I mean, the mini wreck was perfect because it was it, it had everything that you wanted it to. You, like the reason that everyone in all those big bands were playing uh, you know everyone was playing uh, a dual wreck is that they were they sounded amazing loads of headroom so the cleans sound great the drives are incredible super versatile but like who needs 100 watts in you know for most most bands don't need 100 watts the mini wreck came in at 25 watts switchable down to 5 watts two channels both channels each channel had two voicings they were amazing, absolutely yeah. amazing. I, I think they were the, I, I think, the best uh, lunchbox. I think that is the answer to the question for me. Mm, fair enough. Yes, they're a thousand pound, but like, so is your guitar, probably. Yeah, I know. But you know? if I was going to spend a thousand pounds, I'd buy something that you know didn't look like a, a lunchbox. Well, you know, <laughs> but like, what would you buy then? Well, I, I, I just think the idea that DSL people 50. who are buying well, lunchbox amps are people who aren't driving to gigs you know and, and and so the very idea of that means that you're probably not gigging professionally not if you're and, and so I just think London, making a you know? lunchbox amp that's a thousand pounds is just daft but what if you're doing function gigs where you're going to be on a tiny stage at the back of a pub you've probably also got to fit a couple of PA speakers in your car um I, I t- see again How I just that, um, I think a function band's an interesting thing to say because you're saying that because the, the mess is so versatile yeah. but I mean I don't know the last time I went to a function gig and saw a guy changing presets in you know it, from song to song you just get a good general rock sound well yeah but then the boogie is really good for that 
It's for, really, for a lot of money, though. Well, yeah, but at the same time, you know, most people I know who do function stuff, that's not their only band. They do the functions for money, and then they do a fun originals band on the side. So something like a Transatlantic or yeah. a Mini Rec yeah. is great, point. because, you know, you could go and set up a great sound for your functions gig, and then you go and do your 80s hair metal style band for fun on the side. Yeah. Um, I, wish, um, I wish we'd actually... It, between us had more hands-on experience with the victory kraken yes um just because i feel like that could actually be a real contender yeah, here I've on paper it's a real contender well none of us have like we kind of fought it through the gear of the year without you know just on paper and i think well, it no, got, matt, matt has had a lot of time with it. um and i've listened to a lot of demos and i've heard one live actually and it did sound really good um, so yeah I think that's definitely up there but again there's no real answer to this question no, um, despite us talking around it for 10 minutes yeah exactly <laughs> I mean the, the real you know the, the real one I guess that we haven't mentioned is the, the Fender Blues Junior head I was like what 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 yeah. Mate, uh, I, honestly, what are they doing? What are they doing? Why isn't that a thing? Because every time Fender release a head, it doesn't sell any any units at all. I, so. bet, no, I bet if they did Blues Junior head, they would sell. I don't think they would. No, you're probably right. Um, Will says, One Spot Pro, CS7, uh, or MXR ISO Brick, or something else. Well, the MXR ISO Brick is probably one of the best things on the on the market at the moment. Um, so easily that that said I'm really impressed with the one spot like even yep. for considering I wouldn't have thought much of the brand because they not because they're bad they're very good but what they do that's very good is you can buy a, a 9 volt power supply that daisy chains relatively quietly for yep. £30 that's, you know. I'm, <laughs> I'm running what, my board though, on it it sounds great yeah. I tell you what Visual Sounds do some very very cool pedals no yeah longer, they do no longer called Visual Sound oh no what they're called now True Tone True Tone okay yeah they do some very very cool pedals um, and I actually think so I've not seen the H2O I'm really into that yes yeah. that's a cool um, they, yeah, they do some very cool stuff and I, I've not actually seen the CS7 um, I saw uh, it got brought up in the group a little while ago and they look very very cool so they've got seven I think because it's still called the CS7 isn't it I think I've got seven outputs which are all in varying um, voltages and yeah, so I think it's six nines ratings. and one twelve, isn't it? And they're all right. isolated. Right. Okay. And uh, you know, so that seems really cool. But for me, the, the I mean, if it was down to me, I probably would have had the MXR Isobrick win Gear of the Year last year. Um, it was was it in? It was in. Other it was stuff, in. Yeah, wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, it did really well. And um, I, I, I mean, I I just thought that was just a brilliant power supply that came out at exactly the right time. Well, I mean, it would have come out at the right time had it come out at NAM last year when they announced it. Um, instead of waiting until like August for them to actually arrive but that's by the by I think they came out at the right time you know a lot of uh, a lot of outputs with a lot of milliamp um, uh, yeah. capabilities I just think that and, and it's MXR it will never I mean mm. I don't know I, I've never had any issues with any of my visual sound stuff but MXR pedals never ever break that is true However, not not a, not a no say on MXR at all. But we all agreed earlier that Pedal Train are dominating the pedal market at the yes. moment. Pedal Train make a um, an adaption kit for a power supply to go on the underside of their boards, and the brand that Pedal Train choose to do that are Voodoo Labs. Yes. Now, if the biggest if the biggest pedal board manufacturer are choosing one brand to make True. a rack kit yeah. for. 
that you know they've done their research and i think video labs do make the best power supplies out there so i would say like a, a pedal power two or a four by four i don't think that they're as versatile as the isobrick you know the the four by four the four by four maybe but the the pedal power two has only got seven outputs i think whereas the isobrick has got 12 i think and the um isobrick doesn't have as many outputs that will power for example enough Strymon pedals you know for the, your the, the Voodoo Labs the Voodoo Labs won't have uh, sorry the Voodoo Labs uh, pedal power 2 doesn't have you know whereas the Isobrick has got I think you can power 4 Strymon pedals al- alongside you know 8 or 9 Boss or MXR pedals whereas the um, pedal power 2 I think you can only power 1 or 2 Strymon pedals with it mm. and I just I don't think that's um, I don't think that's very 2016 yeah. two words for you Zuma Ouya the two new Strymon power oh, yeah. supplies. This yes. looks exciting. Yeah, of course, are going to destroy everything. Well, they're going to be a lot know. of money. Though, they're going to they? be five hundred quid for power supply. No, they won't. They won't. There'll the, be a lot of money. The little one, I think, is. I mean, I don't actually. The little have one's no pointless. Idea. The little one is pointless. No, it's not because it's modular. So if you've got, for me, someone like me, I've got like a, quite a small pedal board. One of those will do my entire pedal board, and it's really small. And Don't you need the big one to plug it into? No, though? you, you can if you want to. Right. Okay. So the whole thing's modular. So if you buy a Zuma, which is the big one, yeah, you can plug in multiple Ouyas, Ouya, something like that. Um, or you can buy, you can do it the other way around. So if you've got a little, so what I would potentially do is buy a little one to power what I've got at the moment. But then if I, you know, I might get a bigger pedal board, might have some more stuff. I could either buy another one of those to double it up, or I could buy one of the big ones. Right. Okay. Yeah, and power it off of that. So you still only need one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's very, very cool, and I think it's, um, I, yeah, I, I think that's a very, very neat way of doing it. Um, I, I think they're going to be a lot of money though. Oh, it's going to be good though. Yeah, I, I, bet, I bet they're going to be great. It's going to be good. Let's do a couple more questions. Um, this one's for you, Joe Branton. Squarely Aye. at you. Corey says, what's the difference between the Matt Freeman P-Bass and the classic Vibe 70s P-Bass? Um, a chrome bridge cover. Is that it? <laughs> no, no, no. no there, there, are, there, there are a couple of differences. There are a couple. Um, so, yeah, the 70s uh, P-Bass has a sort of... Uh, well, it's not, not actually completely not year correct 50s style uh, bridge cover um, Sweet. which didn't really happen in the 70s because everyone had taken off the fender bridges and put um, Leo Quad badass twos um, on there uh, or star bridges as they were known back then um, but uh, so yeah th- those things didn't really exist but nonetheless Fender have decided to shove one on there so Sweet. there is a, um, a completely 20 years out um tailpiece on the on on the p base and they've gone for this never happened in the 70s black block inlays on a maple neck on a p base never happened really never a, never a line of i, of, I guess the, on a p base i guess the idea is that block inlays <laughs> were a big thing in the 70s so if we're going to make a 70s p base let's chuck it on there were they just happens. on the jazz base is it yes were they yeah that's oh, right so um so so that was weird so the 70s p base totally not a 70s p base but nonetheless it's there it's black black scratch plate maple neck with black block inlays and a 50s tailpiece but it does look super cool um it's it's just trying to be a bit of a sort of a swaggy version of a that's the third time you've said I, swaggy. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I've seen it a lot. Swaggy. At the yeah, you can tell I? you work with young people. Oh, I do. They use it all the time. Swage. That's the new word. Right. Okay. Um, 
Yeah. I used to have a jumper in that colour, I think. They do say that word a lot. Um, but yeah, uh, and the, the the Matt Freeman uh, of is is just a a bit more tasteful, I think, just slightly more understated. So it's it's a you know a maple neck with um, with simple you know black dot inlays, and you can get it in white or black. So Big the black one well, is the it? one that um, I'm not sure. I, I'm, I'm not sure. sure. It neck. might well be. It might well be the Freeman again is another weird one because the Freeman is based on his. I think we've spoken about this. Is based on his 70s P base, yeah. but they've gone for like a 50s tint to the neck. And it's also fifties decal. Yeah, the the Fender Precision Base Precision Base is written in small a small font underneath. Yeah, the, it's not the Fender a logo. Stock. It's not probably in, not the original neck. Then he's probably <coughs> probably no, at his, some point. No, his, his one is, is though. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, no, I was going to say maybe at some point he's dropped it or broken it. I or saw something. a picture of his base the other day. It, it looks is nothing it's like the ragged. It yeah, literally it looks sure. like it looks like a. I don't know. It looks like an, uh, something you found you under the sea. Watch, it's watch, like watch the interview with him where he talks about it and the fact that the truss bro- rod's broken in it yeah. and the strings are sort of halfway off the fretboard, but he still loves it. And he oh, can I still mean, play it really yeah. well. Also, it's just one of the best bass players. He's an just, interesting he's bass player. He's a yes. great bass player. He's a good bass player. But um, yeah, so, but I do think his Squire, and we've said it loads, is the best value yeah. for money bass guitar, probably... Like like that, like just yeah. that. Best, best value for money you can spend. If you are going to start bass, get a Matt Freeman. Yeah. If you are looking for a backup bass, get a Matt Freeman P bass. Why have you yeah. not got a Matt Freeman? Uh, because I own the 50s. But, and this is the biggest problem that Fender have is the, um, the 50s reissue in their Mexican series is exactly the same as a Matt Freeman. Only the 50s one is 720 quid and the Matt Freeman's 300 or 400 quid now. I think it's just gone up. So you went for the more expensive one? Uh, The Matt Freeman didn't exist at the time. And actually, for what it's worth, the Matt Freeman has a better bridge. Yeah, Um, I I mean, I I think that the Matt Freeman is the best, certainly the best P-base you can buy for until you get to an American standard. Yeah, the best thing in the Squire catalogue, without doubt. Oh, like like across the like six strings and four strings, (laughs) I think. No, no, no! It's like the Genuinely. best squire, the best squire skew. Yeah, yeah like yeah. definitely, definitely. Um, let's do a couple more really quick questions. Uh, Will says, "What's your favourite pit guard slash body colour combo?" Jay Cross. Uh, white at um, white body and black uh. pit guard. Joe Branton, Matt Freeman, basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Black body, so Olympic white. Guard. I should, uh, yes, should, yeah, you should, should highlight Olympic white being the uh, the best of the white colours. No, yeah, um, vintage white is way better. Um, Disagree. Uh, yeah, I'd go black with a taut guard, Mark Packham. Um, I'm going to say um, probably magenta metal flake with a mirror no, scratch no that's plate. not true that's it not is. actually what it you is. think I would that's love not that what you yeah, think. 100% yeah, you might, there are loads of things that I'd love it's not the one that you think's the best yeah it is there's got to be a combo so. that you see and you go yes I do think that's the best that combo's never happened so yeah on my when I've made things on Warmoth and stuff oh. like put you know guitar builders and things like that like if so a lot of the paint has come off my um, sunset orange transparent P base like, I reckon if it took another couple... The of name n- of that colour makes it sound so much better than it is. No, it's great. Sunset Orange Transparent. It's brilliant. Um, if, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it's not going to happen now because I don't gig that often, but if it took another hefty knock, I feel like a massive just crack would open in the paint and it would just all come off. And if I ever had to get it refinished, I would go for, like, 
pur- pinky purple metal flake, magenta metal flake, and I put a um, mirror scratch plate on if it. If you would actually do that, I think... I think me and the other boys would probably be willing to come in quarters on that just yeah. just to see it happen. Good, good. Well, that's good to know. We'll see. Uh, I've got a gig on the 11th of March, so try not to make any... Uh, I try not to knock my bass, but if I do, I know that it's, uh, it's going to be a good colour afterwards. One more last one. Uh, Laurie says, Boss ME80 or GT100? Joe Branton. Uh, I mean, I'd go ME80 every time just because I like rotary controls. I, I, wouldn't like, I don't like hopping through options and things like that and the gc100 does an awful lot and i do think it's a very serious contender to be a solution for people who don't like pedal boards or want complicated controls but i think for actually using something live with that with that without having to kind of sit down for hours before you gig you know meticulously working out everything I just think for the act, the act, you know, real time, you need to change things on the fly. I just don't think presets actually work when you gig. It's fine for bedroom guitarists, but as soon as you gig, they're just stupid. So anything with rotary controls, the ME80 is brilliant. The cradle um, controls on, on the ME80 so that you've got sort of a, you know, a switch on the bottom half and the top half of your normal foot switch. I think it was a brilliant step forward and you bought one Mark Packham I did um, yeah I mean I'm obviously going to say ME80 because you know there's loads of actual controls on there I bought one um, I think the uh, it's got some of the MDP effects built in yeah um, well that's it that's you're getting it. so much value and things like yeah. that and the uh, the overtone yeah. and the other one yeah the drive adaptive distortion yeah that's it yeah, um, yeah there's just so much in there value for money wise is just unbelievable um, and for someone who like me was like oh, I'm curious about pedals but I don't want to go down the route of getting a whole pedal board obviously subsequently did um, it was perfect because you get a kind of faux pedal board to mess around with something like the GT100 like you say is great but it's kind of almost like death by choice like you've got too many options in there um, uh, whereas on the ME80 you're actually kind of forced to get hands on and start um you know, start attacking the controls and stuff. Plus, there's some wicked presets by me if you go onto uh, Tone Central, Boss Tone Central, and you can download those. So I really like the GT100, and I think that it was exactly what needed to come out at the time. Um, and it was, you know, it was sort of, uh, you know, an option for people who didn't want to spend a thousand pounds and get a TC Electronic G system. Uh, and didn't want wanted something a bit more user friendly, I guess, than like uh, the Line Six Floor Pod or the Pod X series XT 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 Pod XT, XT. That, XT. That, something a bit more user friendly than that. But likewise, I think I'd probably go with. Also, I like that you can do the four cable method with it, which is one of my favourite things to talk about. Um, and I really liked how. Um, uh, malleable everything was all the effects you know you can you can swap everything out and you can turn you know put things in different places yeah, and see that, how that different really things sound I think it's like it, it sounded great but like you I think if you want if you want something that's giggable um, and just a bit more user friendly for personally for me I just want I just want to be able to plug in and play and the GT100, whilst you can do that, I think is designed. I think it is designed as a session, not session musician, like a. 
I think it's for people who are doing functions and I think yeah. you do need to spend a bit of time getting the sounds like dead in and you know you need to get all you and I think once you do that it is amazing but it's I don't really have enough time for that and I think the ME80 is a really really great um, uh, sort of halfway point between yeah, I agree. doing that and spending loads of money and buying loads of individual pedals incidentally um, Laurie if you do choose to go with the GT100 you can get a Swan Flight flight case <laughs> specifically for the GT100 for about 30 quid at the moment how much is Swan paying you for this uh, free <laughs> advertising hey it's never free how much do you think uh, 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 oh I've forgotten the name of that guitar brand we were talking about Hagstrom. 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 How much yeah. do you think Hagstrom are paying? Well, me? indeed. Well, nothing indeed. now. I've just forgot their name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This deal's God off the table. Unbelievable. Off the uh, swan flight table that Joe yeah, got yeah, that as made out for. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you just swap one of those chairs for this uh, whole podcast, basically? <laughs> I did. There would, there would literally be no room left in your living room, I don't think, if you had one of those in there. Oh, I wonder if we can get one for Matt to sit on whilst for the don't. videos. They'll never be like, they look insane. <laughs> Like they look, the arms look so much higher up than yeah. the stool. <laughs> like a throne. Little, it just looks like you'd be cocooned in <laughs> sort of. Fl- oh, they're orange. It's orange flight case oh, material oh, as well. Oh, God. That sounds horrendous. Anyway, um, thanks for sticking with us for this questions special. We're going to do some more on the Patreon episode where, depending on time, we're going to have questions from Ed uh, about the best delay pedal ever, Rex about his 81 Tokai Strat. Adam about the Johnny Marjag, uh, Ben about some Made in Mexico tellies, uh, Ollie about fat distortion pedals, Harris about some multi effects under 200 quid, um, and some more. There'll be more than My that. My word, that's a lot of stuff to I was going to say, depending on how... Uh, that's why I didn't... I don't want to spoil anyone's... Uh, you know, don't want to promise anything we can't deliver. So, um, yeah, if you want to get that, head over to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, where from as little as $5 a month, you get an extra half an hour of guitar nerds every week. And for $10 a month, you become one of our executive producers, as these people have. My good friend Annie McKinsey, John Depton, Worth mentioning that um, if you want to be on that uh, prestigious list of executive producers, and we've limited it as we said from the beginning that we were going to limit it to 20 places as, as you can hear the list is getting quite long um, there's only four places left uh, by the time this recording goes up so um, do head over to Patreon, Patreon and grab your chance to, to get uh, involved in the podcast every week get involved indeed um, thanks, for, uh, thanks for sticking with us we're going to do more on the Patreon episode if you want to submit questions for a future episode have, head over to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum uh, or you can send them on twitter at guitar nerds um, you can uh, follow us on periscope where we occasionally do things um, at guitar nerds uh, and on instagram at guitar nerds guitar nerds good um, <laughs> or you can head over to the site loads of stuff going up on there as always I'm doing a review of the Didario patch cable set uh, which I'm writing at the moment. Joe Branson is probably doing some stuff. Jay Cross, Swan Flight. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. Joe Branson. Joe Branson. <laughs> Joe Branson uh, is uh, my favourite pickle. That's, that's your pseudonym. 
Joe Branson, uh, is doing a review of Swan Flight Chairs. Um, and Jay Cross, I don't know, he seems to have drifted away from the microphone. I'm, uh, I'm messing with the controls on your pedal board. Good, thanks very much. Um, so thanks very much for joining us, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thank you. Farewell. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, Swan Flight. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.